Welcome back. If you clicked on this podcast, this means you want to hear our thoughts and opinions on the third Pierce Brosnan James Bond movie that came out in 1999. The world is not enough. So, welcome back, or if you're joining us for the first time, welcome back, for the, welcome here for the first time. This is Millennial Man Motions Entertainment LLC. Please hire me to for live dancing, including the Carlton. And Jump On It, Apache. And the Kazatska. And live comedy. Live stand-up comedy. And I can produce and direct movies. Please hire me. You will not be disappointed. Only disappointed slightly. (laughs) Anyway. Oh, just kidding. Or am I? Now, This is The World Is Not Enough. Pierce Brosnan did a good performance. He wanted more to work with acting-wise in this third movie. Um... I think it was a slight improvement over how disappointing Tomorrow Never Tomorrow Never Dies was. And of course now, well not of course because this is just a vacation trip, but thankfully we'll get as many podcasts in as humanly possible. I'm back with my co-host, whatever you like to be called. Mr. Ilya? Or Yeah. Yeah, Ilya. Um, after the VHS tape of Tomorrow Never Dies... I don't know. Um, what are your um, now initial thoughts? First things you think of when it comes to the world is not enough. Oh, the first uh, one of the first things anyway is the freaking Korean actor. I believe he's Korean. So this guy that's again him. still die another day. What? You keep jumping to all these movies to die another day. The fourth movie. Or no, bro, you keep messing up because you said oh, back to tomorrow never dies again. No, no, we're, we're done with that one. No, oh in God. tomorrow never oh, dies, God. you were saying Halle Berry, but she's in the fourth one, yeah. and a Korean is in the fourth one. So right. which act, which actor are you talking about for the, the world fourth one? one, bro? We're not at the night another day. The world is not enough. Like, oh, I'm yeah, sorry. That's sorry. You keep trying about. to get to the fourth oh, movie. Yeah, we're still we're going in order. Okay. I'm just anyway. It's the one that has a guy who can't be bu- bullet shot. And, yeah, yeah and, no, I know, I know. That's, and the and the, yeah, girl, the, world is and the woman from Braveheart. One of my favorite Bond movies. I love it, especially what's her name? So, uh, so, uh, Sophie, yeah, Sophie yeah, Marceau. Right. She Man, she's great. beautiful. Anyway, so again, I have a thing for beautiful women. I mean, right? So, don't we all? That. Red blood. Well, red not blood all of us. Well, do. Some well, people like don't like that. Well, well I, I anyway. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. the point is, yeah, she's she's gorgeous. Anyway, the, that's. Yeah, besides... Oh, I have a trivia quick about her. About the oh, movie. yeah, yeah. Go ahead, so, go ahead. In the World is Not Enough, trivia about her in the movie. Um, in certain cuts of the movie, when she and uh, James Bond, Pierce and Brosnan are, are in a love... Um, right. Lo- in a love bed scene, that right. actually shows... If like a quick like one or two second shot of her actual nipple in the in okay, Bond. That's, no, that's fine. That's fine. Oh, okay, moving on for trivia. Anyway, then. Yeah, <laughs> that's, uh, anyway. No, it's fine. It's just, oh, I'm uh, sorry. So anyway, that was trivia about her thing and that. But uh, the world is not enough. Um, I'm, I'm I'm way beyond that. I'm almost forty years old. No, that's fine. Really I know. No, nipples. That's well, really you're right. You're really... hey, listen. I'm anyway, just telling you the I trivia. Got you, I got you. I got you. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Okay. Anyway, so what I'm saying is, um, sorry. Let me. 89%. Let's keep rolling the top. Yeah, no, I know, I know. I just, I got to think. I can't just That's fine. Because you started talking about things and Sorry. whatever. I have to like refocus, you know. It's yeah. like I'm ADD as, as heck. So I can't really like, once you once I start spacing out, it's hard for me to space back and kind of get back in. Anyway, so what I'm trying to say is, um, what were we talking about again? The world is not enough movie. Okay, what about it? Would anything. You have whatever, whatever anything at all? Yeah. Uh, so I really like the video game, actually. The one for the N64. Uh, I played that a lot. Um... Anyway, the video game, actually, uh, for those of you who have never played the video game, the Nintendo 64 video game, 
it was awesome i really liked it and it really i feel like stuck to the movie pretty well and uh funny story is that when i was playing it i couldn't get through this one level uh at the at the silo i think it was the silo whatever it's called um where i was supposed to get out of the uh out of the, out of the room and i kept dying because they kept exploding I, I, I couldn't figure out how to get through the doors or whatever and so what i ended up doing was instead of like kind of what i, I considered cheating instead of looking up you know on GameSpy or whatever back then whatever the website was GameSpy GameSpy used to be a really big uh, website for like cheat codes and stuff for video games uh, anyway, instead of looking up uh, the walkthrough for it, and I actually like just ended up buying the movie, and I was trying to do it the creative way. I bought the movie, and I actually watched the movie, and I got to a part where of the of the movie that you know is the same as the video game where he's in the silo, and I figured out how to do it. And I'm not gonna spoil it by telling you how to do it. You just gotta buy your own movie. Did you end up beating the game? Yeah, yeah, no, I ended up beating the game. But the fun part was that I figured out, kind of was creative about it, and I thought that was fun for me at least, that I figured out by actually watching the movie and figuring out from the movie how to get out of that specific like room and how to get that uh, part of the game done. And it just ended up being a lot of fun. And I, and I kind of thought to myself, man, it was so simple, why didn't I think of that? But it was just like, it wasn't, I, I guess it kind of was cool. I think actually most video games, or all video games should be made that way. Like they're based on actual movies or books or whatever. They should be made that way. Meaning you have to, if you watch it, the show or whatever, or the movie, that's how you'll be able to figure out. I agree, I agree. Uh, I feel like there shouldn't be walkthroughs for games. People mm. should just kind of figure them out. Mm. Like back, way back on Atari and the Commodore 64 and all that, when there were no, when there was no internet and there was no uh, anything. And people just had to figure things out. I agree, one hundred percent. You just then you didn't get to win, and that's how life is. That's how life so is. Learn how to make learn. life more like make a video game more like actual life. Right, meaning like figure things out. Uh, exactly. Anyway, but that's besides the point. All so right, getting um, back to okay, go ahead. Oh, oh, okay, I got a qu- question for the movie. Um, what was your thought on um, the, the last Q scene between Pierce Brosnan and uh, Desmond Llewellyn as Q? What was your thoughts? What What was the last Q scene? I don't remember. Um, the one where he tells Bond, "I've always wanted to talk, teach you at least." I wanted to t- teach you two things. One, table manners. <laughs> table manners. <laughs> Number one. That's something he would say, though. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but that's something he would say. Number, he was always talking shit to Bond. He was always like, you're ne- such a, you know, this never, Number just- one, never let them see you bleed. And, oh. the, and then Pierce Brosnan says, and the second, always have an, ex- an escape And then he, like, kind of, like, like slowly, yeah. like, uh, whatever it's called, it kind of doesn't teleport. But so what, anyway, called. thoughts of the Q and his exit. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah. I mean, of yeah, course. And then he died soon after i believe um what are you thought what are your thoughts life? on the actor that played renard renard the oh guy. yeah i was gonna talk about him oh my god i remember the actor's name i love that freaking actor he did again it's one of those times where like i was saying one of the like two podcasts ago the first one we were doing together um kind of like the same thing that i thought of that right which is that uh get let me let me kind of think of what i'm trying to say <clears throat> same thing as before that i was saying which is that uh, the, he played a villain that was so phenomenal that he actually topped um, Bond's performance. Like he was just an, he's an amazing. Well, he's a great actor. I've seen him in other movies. I don't remember what the other movies were called or whatever, but I definitely have seen him in some other movies. He had like kind of really minor roles, 
but but in that movie, oh my god, he just blew that movie away. Like he made that movie. I, I can almost say like if it wasn't for him, that movie just would not be what it is. It could be it would have probably just been tomorrow never dies. Almost I want to say, but um, anyway, anywho, uh, sorry. Let me just give me one second. Let me kind of re, re um, reorganize my thoughts or whatever. So what? That's what I'm saying. Like he made that movie what it is. Like without him, it would have just it would just never be that good. He's just he played so well. Just he was convincing. That's what literally what being a great actor or actress means to me is that person is so convincing you don't even believe that there's a person outside of that movie like that person exists in real life you believe that that is the person and for a long time i was just like i believe that that that's who he was in real life that's how uh you know again convincing he was um but then i seen him in other movies and he you know he obviously wasn't the same per- he wasn't the same person so i want to comment to what yeah. he said i want to comment to what he said about the convincing stuff like in, in how convincing he was in that but the little things and other things uh um that um um not going too off topic but i'm um, talking about uh really thing about like heath ledger and jack nicholson when i see jack nicholson right. it's like to me it's jack nicholson playing the joker as jack nicholson but when i saw heath ledger's performance this is oh, a big yeah. thing when oh, i yeah. saw heath ledger's performance as joker this he's not being heath he's not being heath he's not acting as heath like how Heath was in other movies he is how the joker is in the dark knight is okay but that's the, uh, that's the thing about the whole the screen presence of the bad guy it's not enough um, right. um to me um i want another, another quick batman comparison between the world's not enough and then um christopher nolan's the dark knight rises i think the, the dark knight rises it was similar because like um miranda tate is kind of like Mo- sophie's the french woman's character i think they're both french Who and is then miranda tate uh, what are we talking about dark knight yeah. rises Oh, so that, I know. It's, that's the lady from Inception. Yes, she's in oh, Inception. I love her. She, 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 she kind of, she kind of yeah. is like um, Sophie in the world is not enough. And then like, and then like the Renard guy is kind of like, and then Bane in the Dark Knight Rises is a kind of like the word of Renard, strong screen presence. And and so I think because because Christopher Nolan is a Bond fan, I kind of think like Dark Knight Rises has a lot of different callbacks to the world is not enough, in my opinion. Um, moving on with the part, with different parts of the movie. Now that we spoke of different parts of World of Enough, my next question is, uh, thoughts on Denise Richards being a nuclear scientist? A nuclear. Here, a physicist. <laughs> That's funny, because people always say nuclear, yeah, nuclear instead of nuclear. What are your thoughts on her in the movie? How she So, did? she was actually really great. I mean, she's a great actress, and I feel like, based on movies I've seen her in... Uh, not in movies I've seen her in, uh, re- really just one movie, technically, for those of, I'm sure all of you know, Wild Things. Wild Things was a great movie, uh, but she just, I just feel like because of that movie, she just became a cliche, not a cliche, but I don't know what it's called. She kind of became stereotyped um, as a, just as a really, almost like a bimbo. And I don't want to use the wrong, I'm sorry if I use the wrong language, I'm not trying to offend anyone or women. Or feminists, ha ha ha! That was a joke, by the way. Hugh Ben laughing. Hugh Ben laughing. Q sound effect. Ben laughing. Anyway, that, that's me trying to be funny. I'm sorry if it's not funny. Uh, I don't really care. I'm not getting paid for this. So neither am I. So we can, we're not getting paid yeah, for this. So, so we can say whatever we want. Well, we can't say whatever. Well, we want. Not what I'm saying but... is like, if you don't like it, sorry, you don't have to listen to this podcast. This is not freaking. You know, this is America. You don't like it, don't listen. Anyway, so the point is, and I'm being, I'm just take that we're gonna solve again. I'm kidding. I'm not trying to offend anyone. 
Okay, for those of you that are like easily offended, uh, you know, I'm a sailor. I mean, I like to joke around. I, ha I have very dry humor. I've developed very dry humor in the Navy. Not really. I didn't used to be like this before the Navy. But anyway, it's been over a decade now. So, you know, my, my humor is very dry now. Anyway, so again, I'm getting way off topic. Uh, way off topic. Like, um, the world is not enough. Know, Talk about the movie. About? We're ah, talking about the world is not enough. <laughs> I totally forgot. What, you, what did you think of the opening? Oh, so freaking what's her face? Uh, uh, Denise, Denise Richards. Denise Richards. She's a great actress. Uh, I feel like she's she's actually way... She does not get the credit she's due. Um, and um, anywho. Yeah, so she was great. I thought she was great. I mean, she, she, she played her role well. What I'm trying to say is she... Uh, how do I say it? So, like, her role was not meant to be anything more than what it was. You know, it wasn't like she was, you were expected to freaking have Meryl Streep playing in uh, The Deer Hunter, which is one of my favorite movies. Probably one my top five, I'm sure, if it's not, like, my top three. Anyway, so you were not expecting Meryl Streep in that performance. You know what I mean? I mean, you're expecting Denise. I feel like she did fine for that role. I mean, you it, it didn't have to be, like, a really... It's just a nuclear scientist. That's it. It's not a freaking. It's not Sophie's choice. It's not you know whatever. Uh, for those of you who don't know, can what I'm I comment about. on yeah, one of your ahead. things? Um, when you were saying about the Deer Hunter, um, I yeah. think I've only seen a little, a few minutes of that movie. I think it's like a four-hour movie, but like the first hour and fifteen minutes is the whole wet, a wedding scene. Like the wedding goes on in the beginning forever and ever and ever. Yeah, we talking about the same oh, movie. Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, I love yeah. that movie. But I, just, I, I don't know. It, it made what it, it made that movie. It was a big part of the movie to me. It was important to that movie because, again, it set up the premise for the characters. Right, the characters. I don't know if I'm using my vocabulary or my grammar correctly, mm -hmm. and I think you understand what I'm trying to say. Again, my English is, is my second language; it's not my first language. And so, what I'm saying, what I mean when I say it set up the premise for the characters, what I mean is it set up the foundation for the characters' character. You know, meaning like their personality. It was right. trying to set up trying to you know show the audience or set up a foundation for the audience of what or who these characters are and where they come from and you know like you know so 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 that way the whole movie could be more entertaining you know uh so i don't think there's anything wrong with a wedding setting i, th I think if anything it should have been maybe longer or should have whatever mm -hmm. or at least more of that kind of stuff because what i'm saying is as far as the and again we're getting off track well, as far as the deer hunter yeah so like we can talk about we can make a whole right, right. On, um, uh, on the deer hunter i love oh my god it's an incredible movie it's a freaking mm -hmm. epic definitely i nothing short of an epic um yeah what, anyway. what, what did you think of the opening scene of the world's not enough how it opened uh how did it open again um, I don't remember. He, uh, Bond goes into a, 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 a something bank in Spain. Oh, and the guy one. is like, yes. And then, and, um, and then, she, and then the girl's like, blah, 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 my figures. Oh, I'm sure they're all rounded. And then he uses the, the glasses to make the. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, it was decent. <clears throat> it was decent. Uh, I, I, I like to compare things to other things to kind of explain what I think better. Let's say if I use Golden Eye. And the opening scene is GoldenEye is what? I don't remember. Uh, crap. So never mind. I guess I can't do that. What I'm saying is as far as an opening scene, it was decent. I feel like they could have used something else as an open scene. Like, let's say, since the movie was about, you know, um, the character, uh, Renard and whatever, I think 
Me personally, they should have opened it up with James King. I believe that name, uh, that dude's name was the the guy that later died with the explosion in the uh, in the uh, in the opening sequence. In the uh, no, he died at the in the vault. Remember yeah, the vault was, was still yeah, the vault was still part of the open the whole thing. It was a whole oh, thing. it was. Yes, he's in that. Okay, anyway, fine. So I think it should have opened up on James King or Sophie Marceau. Probably definitely not Renard. Obviously, we wanted to save that all that stuff for later. I feel like it should have probably opened up with Sophie Marceau's character. Because it could have opened, it kind of opened up the whole like victim part right away, mm-hmm. and then expl- and then later on, all of a sudden, revealed that all, she wasn't actually a victim anymore, and now she was the villain, and that would have made it so much better, I think. Uh, can I respond? Yeah. One, everybody, I think his English is pretty good. If, he's, if English is his second language, I think his English is very well. He's doing, I, in my opinion, his English is good. And the other thing is, um, I don't know if we got a chance uh, in Tomorrow Never Dies to talk about what did you think of the opening for Never I didn't care for the opening for Never Dies. I think it was kind of, that didn't have much to it. He goes yeah. into he goes into the different aircrafts and then the thing, he saves the bomb. I, I was, I, I did not, right. the, the arms bizarre, I did not care for the opening. <laughs> Um, but I right. did I did like the opening for The World Is Not Enough, but not for Tomorrow Never Dies. Uh, let me see, other character story. Um, what was your favorite scene? What was your favorite? If you have more than one, what are your favorite scene or scenes of The World Is Not Enough? Um, I mean, I love so many scenes. I, so many, yeah. I can't probably think of, like, immediately what my very favorite scene is. So I'll tell you some of the scenes I really liked a lot. Mm-hmm. I love when What's-His-Face, the KGB guy, he falls in the caviar. And he's like, "Oh, I'm drowning! I'm drowning! James, help me!" And then James, James I like that the guy you're. That's ta- funny. I like that the guy you're talking about currently for all this is it, 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 actually this is he came back two movies later because he was in Goldeneye. Who? Who are we the talking? The guy about? you're talking about in the, the thing. KGB guy. The KGB yeah. guy. Right. He was introduced in Goldeneye. Then they two movies later put him back to be a little bit in the world. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a great actor. He was in Harry the Harry, Harry Potter, Potter movies. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if anybody knows that, but I, I noticed it. Anyway, I, right. yeah, but he's he plays really well. I mean, he's I like he's just a funny little character I mean. and guys for spoiler alert if you guys haven't seen the world is not enough yet spoiler alert spoiler alert for this guy we're talking about now he saves bond at the end of the movie by using his cane to get right. the torture device to unlock right right anyway yeah that's true so yeah so as far as mike uh get it um sorry give me one give me a moment so we're talking, guys, right now, the Harry Potter guy. No, 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 we're not. We're still talking about, originally, we were talking about what are my favorite scenes. Oh, uh, scenes, yes. So trying to get back to where we were originally talking about. Other favorite scenes are definitely when he walks in and he sees the new Richards. And he just uh, kind of goes like, like something like, something along the line, uh, something along the lines of, and I'm paraphrasing, of course, right now. He says something like, where are my bodyguards and what have they been doing? They failed at their job. And then he just says, I, I'm going to give them a raise or something like that. Congratulate, congratulate, congratulate. Oh, congratulate them. Okay. I'm just That was good. That was good. And then you switch to the forces. You know, she's gorgeous. Uh, nobody can deny that she's absolutely gorgeous. Um, but she's much more than that. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like, again, she's one of those very underrated, underrated actresses because I feel like she gets stereotyped. Again, not sorry for using the wrong word, but she gets stereotyped as a bimbo, like a Marilyn Monroe or something, or like um, whatever. I don't know. I, the only buddy I can really think of is Marilyn Monroe, meaning like she gets stereotyped as a really hot, beautiful woman that has no brains and just like all she has is her looks. And she she's not. She's absolutely super intelligent. I've seen her in her stuff, and I've seen her, you know, in uh, like Two and a Half Men and her guest appearances. And she's extremely intelligent, in my opinion. You know. 
um and you know she just gets so underrated and i feel like uh i don't know this is maybe this is just hollywood again you know and that's a big topic in itself but that's it you know she's a great actress and i feel like i would have i would love to see her in way more stuff um anywho and so what i'm trying to say is yeah so that's one of my favorite scenes that's one of my favorite scenes and another one of my favorite scenes is when she first meets Bond at the nuclear site or whatever. I don't know what it's called. And she kind of questions him and she just kind of says something like, you know, as a you. So you're a doctor, but yet something, 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 something about it, like the way he looks or the way he talks and something like that. Like she kind of she realizes he's he's uh, not who he says he is. That He's not really one of the uh, one of the scientists or whatever. Um Anyway, that's one of my favorite scenes. And what else? Uh, oh, so many, so many. Um, one, uh, the one where Bond shoots him and uh, Renard is in the elevator. And he kind of just kind of goes like, I don't really care. You just shot me, but I feel no pain. Something something about that. Um, that's one of my favorites. But that's, that's all I can think of right now. But like my all-time favorite scene in the whole movie I want to say, and this is again going to make me sound like, um, I don't want to say not intelligent, but it's going to make me sound uh, ignorant, I want to say, or something like that. But it's the very end of a movie and uh, something they're like video, they're kind of like spying on them through the infrared camera and something like she says something and he, uh, of course, Bond is like, I thought Christmas only came once we'll a year. And I just love that part. I don't want to sound ignorant. I don't want to sound like I'm not intelligent. I feel like I'm pretty intelligent. I'm a pretty intelligent person. But, you know, it's just funny. I mean, I like stuff like that. I'm a guy, you know, whatever. It was an interesting humor. It was an interesting way to end the movie. <laughs> yeah, it's a great. And I just like one of those lines is just so funny. And it's it just sounds so like, uh, what is it? Honest or whatever the word is. Uh, genuine. Genuine. I love that word. It sounds very genuine. Like it wasn't like the people. It was like two people really actually felt those feelings. Um, <laughs> but it's kind of like, again, it's just. I'm not trying to get off topic, but I feel like this, the, just Denise, she just gets freaking stereotyped so much. And she gets like, type, uh, not stereotype, typecast. That's the word I was trying to use. And I always use typecast. And I feel like she just has so much more potential. And nobody ever like gives her the opportunity to uh, show off her real, you know, her real potential. And she's just so intelligent. She's phenomenal. She's beautiful. And uh, she just needs to be given way more roles. And maybe in due time, she will. Um, I, I really enjoy... You know, anyway, I just feel like that's unfair towards I her. I really enjoy my co-host's thoughts and opinions on The World Is Not Enough. I know he has a whole lot of he wants to say about the next fourth movie, Pierce Brosnan, Die Another Day. So before we close... So we're going to just uh, we've, uh, close out here with um, some closing thoughts and a, a rating for The World Is Not Enough, Mr. Co-host, Elia. Well, how would you rate this movie? And I know you like it. It's like a lot better than Tomorrow Never Dies. Oh yeah, but, no, I mean, um, I mean, for me personally, personally, I would say, as far as Bond films, I don't want to say in general. Not in I general, can. just Bond. Because we're talking about. I don't, Bond talk, I don't want to compare apples and oranges. No, right, you know what right. I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not going to compare it to The Godfather or you know The Deer Hunter or you know whatever. Or anything along those lines. Yeah, so, I'm just, right. as just as, as James, James Bond, Bond films and just like action films in general. You know, just kind of like really like cheesy action films because that's all it is to me. Like it's a cheesy action movie. It's not an epic and it's not you know some kind of like masterpiece no, nothing far from it so as far as just the, just just being a, like oh it's almost like a james james uh sorry not james jason statham flick um or like a arnold schwarzenegger flick. Right, 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 that's right. all it is to me it's a flick 
You know, it's not an epic and it's not a masterpiece. It is a flick. So as, uh, so comparing apples to apples, just a uh, it's it. a five out of five as far as just an action movie, just a cheesy action movie, pretty much. It's, so I yeah. think what you're saying is as the action cheesiness entertainment level, entertainment level wise, five out of five. Oh, yeah. For yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a great movie. It's yeah. a phenomenal movie. But again, I'm. But again, you got to take it with a grain of salt. Right. It's not an epic and it's not right. a masterpiece. It's not a Martin Scorsese, you know, movie. It's not a Francis Ford Coppola or a Sergio Leone uh, or anything like that. So that, that's what I'm, I think. I'm going to give this a B or an eight out of ten on the entertainment scale. I hope you enjoyed me. I, I hope you enjoyed uh, my co-host's opinions on this movie of the series. We're going to be closing out now. Hopefully, you'll come back and listen to us to. Uh, Pierce Brosnan's fourth and arguably worst movie, Die Another Day, though it has its moments. Die Another Day. This is Millennial Man Motions and Elia signing out. See you in the next one, hopefully. Thanks for listening.